Hi, everybody. Hi. This is No Checkbook Moments, and I'm your co-host, Jeremy. And I'm your other co-host, B. And this is our Supernatural Watchcast, and it is a big day, wouldn't you say, B? I mean, it's a big episode. <laughs> it, it, t- t- today we're going to talk about the series finale. This is not the end of No Chick Flick Moments, but it is the end of Supernatural. Yes. The story is and, over. I mean... It sure was an episode of television. <laughs> what am I talking about? The story's not over. We we have years and years of fix it <laughs> that's coming to us. Uh, we have a fandom with fury unlike which we've ever seen. <laughs> and yeah, there's been a shitload of fix it's already out and about there. We can expect plenty more to come. Right. So so yeah, we I mean, no no use beating around the bush on on this one it it like we didn't like it i didn't like it 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 was a bad ending or we weren't it wasn't a satisfying yeah. ending no i i'm really not a fan of endings that try and button everything closed and i mean there's really i know they're like yeah there's an open sandbox for you to play in and i'm like it's not fun when spoilers they're dead <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Um, This is, and, you know, guys, we've been talking about, like, this is the moment, right? We've been talking about it for for years now. Uh, You and me, B, and the whole audience. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is not what we were expecting um, from, from this season. This was very... This was very unexpected, and it wasn't. Um, and it wasn't a good. It wasn't a good surprise. No, I mean, to have fifteen years of a show, to have a legacy like that, it you learn kind of the running themes that yes, you know, family don't end in blood. It's the bond between the two brothers, but there's been so much more added to the story as time has gone on, and it's just a little frustrating to see these kind of big themes of we fight for life, you know, we fight Mm -hmm. to make the world a better place, and to have our characters now. I mean... If we're trying to pull from Kansas, carry on my wayward son <laughs> as like the reason why this is the finale, I'm like, I really wish 15 years ago they picked a different fucking song. It has that been said? Uh, has Dab said well, that? Or does it I just don't fit? even want. Mm-hmm. It's just it feels like it fits, you know, with yeah. the way that they have. There'll be peace when you are done. All that kind of stuff that surely heaven waits for you. Yeah. I'm like, that's... That's nice, but it's not... It's not... It's not a fit for the themes of the show that we've built over 15 years. And not just that. It's not a fit for the themes of the season that we've been watching for the past year and a half. Um, Yeah, there was a COVID delay. Like when we watched Atomic Monsters... 
and we saw Becky recoiling from Chuck's ending, and we were, like, taking comfort from the fact that this was the writers telling us it wasn't going to end that way. And now it just is... <laughs> it raises a question of what happened. Yeah, what happened? I mean, we, we said it again and again that the writers were speaking directly to us to say, don't worry, we got you. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Whew, we were lulled into complacency <laughs> and now there's pie on our faces. I know, I know. And it's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. Yeah. I mean, because we were so excited for this finale. We, yeah, we really, I mean, I personally, I know I went in with a lot of confidence um, that we were going to get something special and it, it, it didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, I had an inkling that it might be a heaven ending just based off of those leaked mm-hmm. set photos from back in September, but I still had optimism that it would be done in a way that I would find satisfying. Mm-hmm. But it just one of the running themes of this episode is a small tweak could have gone so far. And there's so many little tweaks that could have been done that would have strengthened this episode and at least made it fall into the scale of tolerable. Yeah. As opposed to heartbreaking. That's a great and that's not a great heartbreaking way of it. because of the content, mm-hmm. but heartbreaking in the thought of how this is the conclusion to this fifteen-year legacy, and it just rings hollow and doesn't seem to fit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as much as I didn't think that um, the supernatural writers were going to go this way. It is not a new thing that, uh, and guys, we're going to get to the episode eventually, but <laughs> this is, but this is more important, okay? Uh, it's it's an, it's not a new thing that you see the the writers when told like, okay, now you have to end it. They they lean way too hard on shock value endings or sad endings. Um, or like just the bittersweet, uh huh. Or like you said, needing to button up every little thing. Yeah, yeah. And it and it is very rarely satisfying. And just because it's easy to make people sad doesn't mean that you have to do that. Yeah, I mean, I, human nature has certain emotions that just pull at you strongly and just because those buttons are easy to press does not mean that you should press them like just having your characters die is such a stab in the back for being invested for 15 years Mm -hmm. and just wanting to see like at the end of 19 i'm like 19 i take back everything i said sweetie you were garbage but you actually are the real ending because i would take them driving off into the sunset uh then i would now they're dead and in heaven yeah yeah honestly yeah uh we had we had a lot of fun making fun of 19 uh but 
uh, it's so crazy. We can talk. I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit throughout the episode. But it was just so crazy how we watched 19 and then and then said, okay, this is a ending, but it's not going to be the ending. You know, we got yeah. we got this ending, but now now we have a whole episode twenty, a whole forty two minutes to to do something different or or yeah. subvert this this ending from nineteen, uh, and and that's really what I was expecting, and they just doubled down. Yeah, yeah. because. I was thinking that, you know, this was the end of Chuck's ending. Mm -hmm. Chuck's ending happened in 19. And so then 20 was going to be about the boys and their new life without Chuck. Because, I mean, did their final episode just not take into consideration the fact that this season and, like, the reveal of Chuck weighs very poignantly on the previous seasons, knowing that God has yeah. been meddling and leading them in a certain direction. Like, was there just not an awareness that that causes a retroactive change in perspective? And it would have been nice to just see one episode without that influence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how we ended episode 19. Now we get to live for us. We were free and we get to write mm-hmm. our own story. And we didn't get to see that. No. We didn't get to see them write their and, own story. And yeah, just talking about tweaks again. If they wanted to go the heaven ending, have it have Dean's storyline conclude 10 years down the road or something. Mm-hmm. Don't have it be like the first hunt after defeating Chuck. It's a, it's a lot. Yeah, let's 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 talk about it. Let's talk about the 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 yes. actual episode. Um, okay, so give me description. Yeah, give me, <laughs> give me description give me or give me dab and singer. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is season fifteen, episode twenty. Carry on. It was written by Andrew Dab and directed by Robert Singer. And the description for this episode reads, After 15 seasons, the longest-running sci-fi series in the U.S. is coming to an end. Baby, it's the final ride for saving people and hunting things. Which makes you kind of feel dirty reading it, so let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) And we open with a blaring alarm. It is well, eight a.m. Well, what? It's it was written by Andrew Dab. I I said that and directed. I Did said you? that. I said that. You're already you're already blocking it out. You're already. Fuck. <laughs> your brain is I'm shutting like, down. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So. A montage begins. It's set to Ordinary Life by Van Morrison. It is not necessarily the happiest song, but we actually get to see the boys on a mundane morning waking Mm -hmm. up post-defeating God. Yeah, yeah. Dean's alarm off at 8 a.m. Sam out on a long run on a beautiful day. 
breakfast, laundry. Dean's room is a mess. (laughs) Dean's room is a mess. Well, and... And we have a new addition to the household, which is the the one. Miracle did nothing wrong. (laughs) I like, okay, I shouldn't have paused to make it sound like I dislike the dog. Uh I'm like, I am hurt. (laughs) I am hurt by why the dog is. Uh huh. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I I, I interrupted you. Just just say you you were hurt because for why? What, What were you going to say? I'm like, they just got the dog here so that it could whimper and be sad when Dean's gone. And I'm like, resentful for that. I'm like, okay. And like, the other thing is, is like on Tumblr, Kieran made this post that was like, you don't hug a dog like that unless you're touch starved. (laughs) Like, it's just this full body cradling. And I was just like thinking of dean doing and like i'm upset already there there was a uh there was a tumblr post um i don't know by who uh but it keeps me it haunts me it keeps me up at night it was an essay and it was a very good essay if i if i do find it then i'll i won't credit it who am i talking what am i talking about okay cut this (laughs) (laughs) but but um it was a tumblr post and it was an essay and um and the writer said see it's funny see they gave dean a dog only to put him down by like one and i'm like oh oh shit oh i'm i'm hoping i can stay composed through this because honestly like it's heartbreaking for dean Mm mm-hmm it's heartbreaking for the fans that wanted to see him live. Yeah. Which is all we wanted. We wanted to see him live. It was everything that he fought for. It was everything that he deserved. Um, yeah. And it's heartbreaking. Um, but Miracle is so cute. And, and yes, Dean hugs that dog so tight. He's got the dog bowls in his bedroom. He is washing the dishes, and of course, Miracle gets some scraps. And I love, I love how before he gave the dog the plate, um, when he was washing dishes, he looked around like he didn't want Sam to see. And I find it fucking hilarious that Sam would be the strict one. <laughs> I, I was like, Dean, you do not, you don't have a dishwasher. You can't set that to sanitize. <laughs> I was I was on Team Sam apparently. I was like, Dean, you do not do that. Oh my gosh. No, you spoil I guess that I'm dog. not on Team Miracle as much as you are. I'm I have like <laughs> I have two I'm like the the resentful parent. I'm just like <laughs> Dean in season thirteen when Jack came along. I'm like, no. It's okay. I'm a I'm <laughs> I hate a, everything you represent. <laughs> I'm a puppy mama. I'm predisposed to be charmed. So that that's fair. <laughs> and yeah, Dean is spoiling this dog so good. It's what she deserves. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so just mundane life. Three minute montage. We have Sam shirtless for one fucking reason, I guess. Whoa. 
And by 10 in the morning, Dean's looking a little bored and he's looking for things online. And he says that he has found something. Oh, we get to see the bunker laundry room. I'm so here for it. Yeah. I'm Uh, like, if this montage could have been 43 minutes long instead (laughs) of three, I would be like, good episode. Like, honestly, I would have loved that subversion. We're like, so the final episode is just their day in the life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you hear that, Dab? We're so easy to please. Look, all we want. You showed us the laundry room when we were delighted. <laughs> I know, exactly. And they sit down to to research for the next hunt. Uh, and I love that miracle gets to sit on the chair next to Dean for maximum petting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, uh, and uh, Sam's not finding anything, but oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dean's got something. Yep. He, he has to fulfill his destiny. (laughs) And so they drive off and arrive at this pie festival where Dean grabs a box full of six slices and he sets down to eat. And Sam is looking sullen, and he admits that he's thinking about Cass and Jack. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Dean gets gets it out of him, saying, "Okay, you no, know, that's the sad Sam face. So what's up?" And Sam says, "You know, I'm thinking about Cass. I'm thinking about Jack, and if they could be here." And I'm like, "Yeah, bro, same." yeah but and like is this all the commentary we're going to get i guess so yeah exactly um because because for all of found family always keep fighting um what we're told here is you know yeah it hurts but we gotta move on. If we don't keep living, then all that sacrifice is is for nothing. And and it was so disappointing to hear that when when this is episode twenty, and you're telling me that when confronted with you know, I miss my family. I'm I, where where is Cass? Where is Jack in this the finale? The writers are telling us, now you just got to move on. Yeah. Okay. And, like, if the point is to show that the boys have grown to the place where they're not desperately resurrecting people, they're not making demon deals, they're not doing these type of things anymore, then I would say have more poignancy to the conversation. Because what we got in 19 was essentially Cass sacrificed himself to save me. Mm -hmm. And then Jack later days. And that's it. So we haven't seen our characters really digest this. And so to have the conversation where they are digesting it essentially be Sam going, I'm sad. And Dean going, yeah, but we have to keep living. Mm Mm-hmm. Give me more than that. Give yeah. me the characters experiencing this loss rather than just brushing it off and moving forward. 
which is definitely what we saw from that. And it was very, very disappointing. Um, yeah. Because, And you know, also ironic. Mm-hmm. Because yes. having at, like, not even the six-minute mark, Dean going and saying that if we don't keep living, all that sacrifice is going to be for nothing. And then ten minutes later in the episode... It, it, it's well, I'm like there's no more life to live frustrated. yeah yeah uh yeah yeah and I and rightfully so um it I, I, I'm just like dab how do you write that line and not check yourself like yeah always keep fighting was there no pause you yeah yeah oh, if we don't keep living then all that sacrifice was for nothing what have we been fighting for what I don't know yeah. how do you end your series yeah. like that how do you end it with loss after loss after loss and tell us it was a victory gosh yeah yeah uh, at this pie festival we do see the family that is later brutalized which great love that yeah yeah, because this always keep fighting type thing, Sam pies Dean in the face, we're supposed to laugh, and <laughs> then we cut, I, well, it's it's funny, but I'm no, also no, no, like, no, no. you did it to levity the fact that you didn't, yeah, yeah no, okay. no, 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 I, I absolutely agree, no, I wasn't, yeah, it, 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 I laughed because it wasn't funny, you came off of this really you know, what should have been a heavy moment, which should have been a much heavier moment than you made it. Yeah. And yeah. And then, you know, we're just moving on. And unfortunately, like when I was watching this the first time, I held out hope to the very end. But on the rewatch and on any rewatch of any Supernatural hereafter, I'm not going to get to have any hope. There's just, this is where we left it. Yeah. I mean... I'm I'm processing through fic mm-hmm. this ending, trying to make myself comfortable with it. But ultimately, like what I'm getting comfortable with is like, okay, dead in heaven. I'm not getting comfortable with the content of this episode. It's frustrating and heartbreaking. Yeah. But- yeah, and yeah. and I'll I mean I was I I know that we, you know, we don't like this episode. We're going to speak to that. Um, but we love this show, and we're going to continue yeah. loving this show. This is not ruining us for Supernatural. It's, I mean, what you're hearing is dedicated fans yeah. hurting. Yeah. Yeah, as, as I'm sure you guys are too. Dedicated fans hating. Mm-hmm. So, from this pie festival, we cut to this suburban family. It's bedtime. The doorbell rings, and this masked stranger comes in, kills the dad, um, silences the mom. We know she gets attacked, and Mm -hmm. we find out later she lived. And the kids are hiding under the bed, but they are ripped out by their ankles by this stranger. Yeah. And then the next day, agents Kripke and Singer, (laughs) Sam and Dean, show up to investigate. Yep, yep. The the blood was drained from the father. The mother lived, but her tongue was ripped out. 
Uh, and the kids were taken. And the only thing they have to go on is a witness sketch from the mother, which is a, uh, a, sp- a spooky clown mask. That looks familiar. Yeah. yeah. Both Sam and Ding. The Ding. <laughs> Both <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Sam and Dean ping on this. Um, they remember something from their dad's journal. Back in 1986, there was a bunch of kidnappings along Route 77. So since this is a similar MO, um, they are thinking they know the next location on this road. And they pick a home that fits the description and try and catch the stalkers outside if they're going to be there. Yeah, yeah. The case that John was following um, follow, was on the same, in the same area, uh, on the same, you know, the same MO. And oh, how ironic it is that we start where we ended and we're we're going out on this john hunt you know with the journal yeah yeah john didn't do this case to its conclusion i guess mm-hmm. and look what it gets us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so so they're going to try to follow the trail as they expect it yeah. to fit the pattern and we next see um a truck pull up to a um a suburban looking house uh in, in the nighttime and two of the uh uh mime no vamp mimes vamp mimes mm-hmm. the evil vamp mimes um climb out of the truck and before they can enter the house they are ambushed dean takes off the head of one with his trusty machete and uh sam uh incapacitates the other with a blood uh, a dead man's blood soaked bullet to the head yeah and so they remove the mask from this disabled one they question him for where the kids are being kept and we get these creepy threats mm. about hacking the vampire's head off with a pocket knife and then a spoon mm. Yeah, yeah, which intimidates the vampire enough to spill the beans. Um, They take the children, they raise the children, and they, as he so charmingly puts it, juice the children. They don't do fast food. Yeah, yeah. Every couple of years they take a harvest and it just is hitting now. Mm -hmm. So they get the location where the kids are being kept. They drive there. And it's time to raid the trunk for weaponry. Dean wants to use throwing stars, but Sam is (laughs) frowning at that. So they're going with the good old machetes. Yeah. Yeah. We could just, you know, he's like, think of how cool it would be. Yeah, Dean, I know. And I'm like, he didn't get to. Oh, no. He was just going to die. Then just let him use it, Sam. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, Sam, uh, up at night, I should have let him bring the throwing stars. I'm like, yeah, you should have, like, (laughs) very angry. Okay. (laughs) So they go inside of this wood barn the vampires are lurking outside the windows and stuff but sam and dean aren't seeing that they just go they find the kids they release them and 
when they turn around, there's four masked vampires there. The kids run and a fight begins. Two versus one for each brother. Yeah. Yep. They take off a couple heads. Um, it, it seems for a moment they have the upper hand, but then the tables are turned. They're both um, knocked to the floor and things look pretty dire. Uh, and yep. And out from the shadows emerges a woman. Yeah, a callback to season one. A vampire victim named Jenny is now, she's not even the leader. She's just called Dibs on Dean. Mm -hmm. And um, while Sam is knocked out, but kind of waking up, Dean is buying time by just talking. And once Sam wakes up, he decapitates Jenny and boom, it's back time to fight. Yeah, yeah, more, more scuffle. Um, I so wanted, I wanted Sam to pause. Sam kills another one. No, okay. I, wanted, I wanted to pause for a second because, um, you know, in watching this episode the first time, we're we're what fifteen minutes in now. Um, when this fight starts, we're at sixteen minutes in. Yeah, yeah. So I just remember. It's crazy to think about in retrospect, but um, when this fight was happening, I'm like, what are we going to do? Uh, when they both got knocked down, I thought that we were going to have maybe a um, heaven can't wait kind of um, episode where I think that was the episode where Sam and Dean both died and they saw the Garden of Eden. Or Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, Dark Side of the Moon. Right, right, right. But when, you know, uh, Dean and Sam were both killed and they went to heaven and if it, and then, you know, Cass ultimately brought them back or actually um uh, J- uh Joshua brought them back. Um but I thought we might have been having something like that where they were going to both die on this hunt and then see the heaven that was waiting for them when it was their time uh and well that would have been nice <laughs> and then Cass would have taken up. that and then Cass would have showed up and been like what the fuck did you do and then throw them back in their own bodies oh but I would have taken it because I would I mean like I we're talking about little tweaks right I would have loved to have seen some of our family um who you know we talk about how much we miss Bobby Charlie um the people that we've lost uh and and you know, you know our Charlie our Bobby the Harvels um all of these people and and it would have been so nice to have in the finale to to see that family uh but not at the expense of, like not in the way that they did it no no, no. i didn't need them to die thanks yeah but no thanks so i was kind of on the edge of my seat in this fight like are we gonna are we gonna are we just gonna gank them both here right now and then and then yeah then we get our heaven scene because i also you know we were we had been speculating that there was going to be a heaven scene and what what would that mean what would that look like i i just hate Mm -hmm. that it ended that way but anyways anyways go on well, I mean, this is 
the part that I really don't like. Sam kills a vampire and Dean is fighting one a little bit above his weight class and it grabs him. It hauls him back across the barn and up against one of these support rods, there is a chunk of like inch thick rebar Uh sticking out six inches and Dean gets absolutely pinioned on this Mm -hmm. and you can tell right away it's not a good scene because he goes kind of into a panicky kind of fighting where he's pushing on this vampire's face and it's Sam who comes and decapitates this vampire and Sam initially doesn't realize what's going on, that yeah. Dean is pinned and he's kind of shakily breathing. He's just like, okay, come on, time to go. But um, it takes putting his hand on Dean's back and pulling it out with the blood there that he realizes, oh, no, this is serious, that Dean's been injured. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and and then we 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 see Dean die, and it's hard. It's hard, and it's long. And like, I say that because I sit there. I'm like, call nine one one. Put up some prayers. You could have brought character back. No, but it's just them. But that's I mean, not what it, they wanted to do. Yeah, they're like it. it this whole episode, we. It's all again, it's all been for nothing. They 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 don't try because I mean, I don't know, there's no one I what, because there's no one to pray to? Because Dean well, like, is just ready many... to go. But he's not, is oh, the no, thing they show us later. Yeah, yeah, I'm not arguing with you. I'm like, he's not ready to go. But, like, how many characters did you have to write off and get rid of in order to get this ending? If this is what they wanted, they wanted Dean to die on a hunt and Sam to die of old age. Yeah. I'm like, you had to get rid of Jack. You had to get rid of Cass. You had to get rid of Rowena. You had to get rid of Billy. Like, you had to get rid of all of these characters. You had to get rid of Amara. Uh Hell, even Chuck would be like, I didn't want you to have this ending. So how much of our character base got whittled away so that we could watch Dean die on a chunk of rebar? And and you're you're right. Dean died because the writers wanted him to die. And Mm -hmm. if they knew from the beginning of the season that this is the ending that they wanted for Sam and Dean, then, then, yeah, us writing off their entire family was absolutely intended and devastating. I mean, like, why? Why? Yeah. Yeah. Again, this comes back to, this is not what I was expecting, um, from the finale, you know, we kept, and naively so, we kept whittling away until here we are, episode 19, and it's just you and me, Sam. Um, mm-hmm. And to, I laughed at that, because like, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. It Because it besmirches the family uh-huh. they found along the way. 
And we yeah. were like, that's laughable. Yeah. So, of course, 20 is going to address it. And then we were the fools. And that sucks because to see years and years and years of them gaining lives that were enriched by the people around them. Mm -hmm. And like episode 300, Dean saying with such conviction, I have a family. Yes. Yeah. And And I'm good with who I am. Yeah. For Dean, who for years now has been talking about an after. Yeah. Who, who. You, me, Cass, toes in the sand. Yeah. Couple hula girls. (laughs) Who has, you know, both Sam and Dean opened their hearts to, to these people that, like you said, enriched their lives. Rowena, Eileen. The, the the apocalypse world hunters and way were the way were girls i mean to have all of them shelved to the side for this message of you know it's you and me sam it was always always going to be you and me yeah that's wild and it is regressive so regressive like, this is an ending that fits season one, mm-hmm. season two. You could get up to season five with it. But the show has evolved since then. And it just feels like that evolution is completely absent in the final hour. Yeah. Yeah. Sam and Dean have evolved since then. And we throw it all away. What was in yeah. it before? Like, we're essentially at the season five finale. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to go to the season six finale, where... No, sorry, not six. To the season seven finale, where Dean is in purgatory and Sam didn't go look for him. And he hits a dog and he finds a girl. <laughs> and he settles down for the normal life and it doesn't fit him. Well, guess what? Eight years later or whatever, it fits him now, I guess. Blurry wife is it's maybe Eileen or maybe this is Amelia it's... 2.0. But we're but we're supposed to we as the audience knowing what we know about the show and knowing how far we've come, we're supposed to accept it? We don't. We can't. Yeah. That that's what's baffling. It yeah, it's just regressive. Mm-hmm. It's someone thinking that the show in the past five years has been just about the brothers and it's really not but here we are and you know what even if it was uh, 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 sorry but even if it was even if we're going out on this message of you know it's it's you and me then this is still not a a happy or a hopeful ending we know dean dies sam Lives a lonely life. Dean Dean dies 41 years old. He just eked out this extra year longer than he was in hell. He doesn't live to be long. He doesn't live longer than his father does. Oh, no. Yeah. And And we don't even know how long it's been. We're not told how long it's been since. No. Um. 
since since Jack left, uh, since episode nineteen, but we definitely don't get the it's not long. impression that it's been long. Like no, for, to to have and to like have any write ups that I saw uh-huh. that had to be about this episode, they were saying like it's been a couple weeks, and you could argue months. You can't argue years. No. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, honestly, the worst, and all of that is bad. It's all bad. It's all, you know, it, it all none sucks. Of it, none of it is is good for the for the audience or good for the show, good for the characters that we love so much. But then we have to see. No. Then we have to see Dean die the way that he dies. It's. Like you said, it's hard. I mean, it's it's long. He's scared. He's it's yeah. painful. And and it's not how it's not how he should have went. It's not how he wanted to go. Or at least I I I thought that after 15 years this is not how he wanted to go. No. And that's the thing is I think like, okay, even if this is how he's going to go, what he is saying to Sam is also regressive. Like, yeah. he's not saying, I'm proud of us. He's, I'm proud of you, Sam. Like, in his dying breaths, he's reassuring Sam yeah. and affirming Sam rather than affirming his life or their life. What what He's he has not to, doing that. Yeah, what he has to say what he has to say is that it you knew it was always going to end like like this for me uh, it was always going to end like this right and and how sad is that 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 dean is saying you know this is my destiny this is how it was always going to go i was going to die young i was going to die bloody I was going to die doing this thing that you know, I was going to die still struggling, fighting this struggle. Some like this duty yeah. that I have had my whole life. And I get it. Like we know Sam and Dean are heroes and we've been told that like they can't just walk away from this life. Except LOL psych, Sam fucking walks away. Yeah. So what are you saying if you're saying that they had to go out like this, or at least Dean had to go out like this? What are you saying that three weeks after he's removed the yoke of Chuck on his life, that he dies on a piece of rebar? Is that like, because that raises these unfortunate implications of, oh, okay, so when we watched the Hero's Journey episode and we had them all of a sudden fumbling their skill set, oh, so all of a sudden now, fighting these vampires, Dean loses on the first fight. Like, these horrible implications of without Chuck's absence, he would have been dead a lot sooner. Yeah, was it all a lie? Was it all a lie? And that's what we've been trying to logic our way out of. No, it wasn't all a lie. But what? Yeah. What is this telling us? I mean, I'm tired of I'm tired of having to logic my way out of this BS. I just yeah, yeah. 
like I said, I would have loved if this was 43 minutes of, like, the most mundane shit ever. Mm-hmm. Them sending birthday cards to Jody and the girls <laughs> in the mail. Yeah. Like, just them doing laundry in real time. I would have found all of that at least a lot more, like, subverting the expectation of uh-huh. the hero. Saying, like, there will be peace when you are done. And saying, okay, Chuck's gone. Like, you guys can have peace. And that's not to say you're out of the life, but you get to live life. You get to savor all of these little details that you didn't get to before. Mm-hmm. That, to me, would have been a lot more compelling, even if it was boring shit, than, and then our characters die. Yeah. And are in heaven and find comfort in that. And I'm like, well, maybe some do. And I get on this show that death is transformative. Like, death is one of the most meaningless things that happen in this show. Because typically, once you've died, you come back as something else. But it's meaningless in this show. And unless it's like Rowena dies and comes back as Queen of Hell... And still gets to do her shit. And it's a little messy, but she makes it work. Like, that is still more interesting than, and we're in heaven, and everything's perfect. And it's different. Yeah, no, no, no. I hate that. And and I would argue that it's different for our our star characters. Uh, You know, we, we love to see it for Rowena because we didn't want to see her dead. And it is mm-hmm. interesting that she is then, um, that she she then was presented to us as Queen of Hell, and she was, you know, reincarnated in in this new character, uh, not new character, but in this new role. Um, yeah, d- dead but not gone. Um, and and but for Sam and Dean. We have gone 15 years fighting, fighting, fighting to, for what? Always keep fighting. For for what? Because what this episode tells us is um, death is the reward. And that is, yeah. one, dangerous that and two, sucks. unsatisfying. Yeah. Because so many people look at Dean's character and Sam's character and Cass's character and see themselves reflected. Mm-hmm. We see the struggles. We see mental illness. We see the kicked down and want to stay down. And watching them get up is rewarding to the audience. Yeah. So to now say this character that's been traumatized, that went through all of this shit, well, he dies young, but it's okay because he's happy in heaven. I'm like, cool. That's not comforting. No, no, it's not. And, and what, what's always, what's always going to just crush me about the whole thing is that it's not what Dean wanted. He, no. He wanted a future. He wanted to live. And he yeah. didn't get to he didn't get to have that. Yeah. Like the same amount of time in hell as he did on earth. Mhm. 
Boo. 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 And so Dean Dean dies. Dean dies this meaningless death. And he... He goes out reassuring Sam. He goes out being proud of Sam, looking up to him, saying he was so smart, never took dad's crap. I didn't know how you did that. And that Sam is stronger. And I'm like, fuck, that is so regressive for Dean. It is. It is. Not to say that he wouldn't praise Sam, but it is regressive of his character. It's diminishing of him. It's taking him back to this place where it's more important to him that everyone else is okay than him being okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's reassuring Sam. He's telling... He's also asking Sam to reassure him that... Because all Dean wants is for is for Sam to be okay. And Yeah. And he he needs to he needs to know that. And he needs Sam to tell him that it's that it's gonna be okay, that he's gonna be okay, that it's it's all gonna be okay. And, you know, Sam begs him not to go, but but he <laughs> but but, but I'm like Dean, Sam I mean, yeah. Sam invokes the pilot and I'm like fuck you for tying these two things together having that I can't do this alone yeah you can well I don't want to mhm ugh and yeah just saying like I'm not leaving you I'm in your heart you know mm-hmm. I'll be with you every step of the way and I'm like that's not what you've spent 15 years of this show getting us to that place where we're like, oh, yeah, that's that's true. Like, that's not what we fucking feel. No, no, it's not what we feel. And it's also not really what we see. I mean, that that was some weird platitudes, right? I mean, like, I'm, I'll always yeah. be with you. And I'm like, what? That's not... We know what heaven is, so I guess he just means yeah. like literally, just like my like the memory of me will always be with you. Because I mean, Dean fucks off and goes driving for forty years, <laughs> which, uh, yeah. So I mean, it's not like Dean is is looking down on him, uh, uh but yeah, 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 and yeah. But this is Dean's time, and he and and after begging Sam, begging uh, Sam, Sam lets him go. Yeah, it's gonna be okay, Dean. Yeah, you can go now. It's gonna be okay. Yeah, yeah. So they have like a forehead touch, holding hands. They say their goodbyes, and then Dean's head drops to Sam's shoulder, and Sam starts crying in earnest mm-hmm. while supporting Dean's body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So here's the brothers' only ending. Yeah. Oh, and also no bringing me back. No, this is this is it. this is it. You gotta let me go. Yeah. Yeah. So we cut to Sam and Miracle, the dog, holding Dean's funeral. It's a private affair because where is his family? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. It's, yeah, uh, this lonely funeral 
And then we get another montage of Sam grieving. And yeah. And at one point he's now your life's no longer empty, except it's super fucking empty. Yeah. 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 He sits at the table, the library table, and he's looking at the initials carved into the table. S-W-D-W-M-W Castiel Jack. And Sam, Sam, you're all that's left. You are alone. Yeah. What is the point of that? Like, what is the point of that? You, like, like this is your family immortalized in this wood. And guess what? You're all that's left. Yeah. Like, looking at that and being, oh, this is where we are. Yeah. This and is having... Him just, like, walking through the bunker, like, making breakfast on his own, checking out Dean's bedroom. It still is messy, which I'm like, Dean's not a messy person, so that was a sign of his mindset. Mm -hmm. And, oh, yeah, on Dean's desk is a job contract that he was accepted for, assumedly to be a mechanic, so he was planning to do something other than hunting. He was thinking of the future and what he wanted to do. And Sam gets to see this and, like, I bitched about it at the start of this, sits at the foot of Dean's bed being sad with miracle whimpering. Mm-hmm. And, like, again, we're looking at Dean's room and it's empty beer bottles. It's empty pizza boxes. It's the bed unmade. It's all of these things that are so unlike Dean that was telling us that he was having a hard time. Right. It's mint condition. But he was trying. Yeah. It was, it was like in mint condition when we saw the same behavior from him when he, when he was struggling, um, with, uh, after Michael, after, after my, uh, yeah. Yeah. Struggling after, uh, having been possessed by Michael. Um, and, and yeah, he was struggling, but he was trying. He was looking forward. The yeah. fact, and, and what was the, like, the fact that they put a job application on his desk that was filled out and signed, like you said, a contract. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, like, th- that subverts even what you're trying to tell us in this episode. Like, yeah. That's, I know the sad button and I'm mashing it like a toddler. (laughs) It's not taking into consideration. Like, it's just trying to turn it more into a tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, why did you want to end on a tragedy? Right. If you also are telling us that it's not a tragedy. Exactly. Exactly. If If you want to tell us that it's not a tragedy, that this is an open, hopeful ending... Uh, then then how are you going to be showing us on screen that dean suffered that dean was scared that dean wanted something more yeah like he didn't let sam go and call the ambulance because he was scared he would die alone Mm -hmm. so it's not a good scene (laughs) It's not. It's not. No. And oh man, speaking speaking of family, um, so the phone, a phone, while starts ringing while Sam is in Dean's room. It is buzzing in um 
a drawer in Dean's desk. Uh, Sam rifles through the phones and the ringing is for Dean's other other cell as it is uh, uh, aptly labeled. Um, And Sam answers and it's um, a a sheriff in Austin who says, hey, we've got some bodies with some missing hearts down here. And uh, my friend, uh, Donna Hanscom, says that you're the guy to call. And what does Donna not know that Dean is dead? Why did Donna give give this guy Dean's number? Yeah. That's... Wow. Yeah. So, it, so really, it's like Sam didn't tell anybody? Or... Dean was burned alone. He... You know, with only Sam. Even after season 11 at the end, Dean saying, I want to have a big funeral. Oh my God. I want it to be a celebration. I want everybody there. Holy shit. Yeah, well, I'm not even telling people you're fucking dead. Oh my God, B. Yeah. I, I forgot about that. I can't believe that. Yep. I can't believe that happened. Oh, boy. Well, don't worry, Dean. We're not respecting your wishes. We're not even going to let people know so that they can grieve you. Oh, God. Um, thanks for breaking me with that little season 11 reminder. But, you know, Dean, Dean wanted to be remembered fondly. You know, if he was going to give up everything, then he wanted to be, you know... He wanted to be celebrated and and he wanted it to be a celebration for his found family. Yes, yes. And I didn't even I didn't even think about it on the first watch, but on the second watch it hit me like a sledgehammer to be like, why is Donna giving this guy Dean's number? If yeah. If if she had known. And so yeah, they they weren't even told they can't even grieve him right now and and we don't get to see any of that even happen you know we no it's (laughs) we could have had a a a socially distanced funeral it would have been fine i'm eating ice cream right now i'm so angry (laughs) it's good Um, audio i know but yeah yeah, it's okay. We need it. I'm drinking. I'm drinking my feelings. So <laughs> that's where we're at, guys. I've got- I just hated that little tiny funeral. I yeah. hated it. Yeah, we've. I've got a bag of potato chips next to me, and I would be joining you in eating our feelings, B. But I don't think that mm-hmm. you think ice cream would be bad. I don't think potato chips would do us any favors. No, it would. It'd be up there. Me and my M and M's. The M and M's were great, though. Um, yeah, but, but, you know, um, yeah, Sam takes this call and Sam says, yeah, yeah, I'm your guy. Um, and we, we, we have a goodbye to the bunker too. Yeah. Sam packs a bag and brings Miracle with him and he turns out the lights in the bunker. So I'm like, you're just leaving it. Like you're telling us how hollow life feels in the bunker without anyone but like 
You haven't even fucking called Eileen in like the three weeks since. Ugh. Where are the apocalypse hunters? Like we had, I, I mean, I mean, we, we can talk all day yeah. about how Dean was done dirty, but I, I could say the same for Sam. Sam. Yeah. We, we threw his growth out the window too. I had such yeah. high hopes for Sam's future. And it was but, just, this entire episode rings so hollow. Yeah. Because going back to a brother's only ending means ignoring all their growth. Sam yeah. and Dean both have to ignore their growth in order to do that. But someone wanted it. Someone thought that the brother's only ending was the way to be. And by doing it, they had this paltry, depressing little funeral. They have the bunker being abandoned. Like, this home that we've seen since season eight. Yeah. We have none of their found family around them. We don't even have Sam reuniting with Eileen. Like, and, and to see, it all sucks. Yeah, it all sucks. Exactly. Like you said, that just mashing on that sad button. Because you hit the nail on the head over the last uh, gosh seven years we have seen sam and dean build this home in the bunker and and it's become home for the audience as well and to see it to 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 to, to be told that it became this hollow lonely place is it's heartbreaking. It's sad. Yeah. Because it could have been Aries. <laughs> oh, Aries. Yeah. Because if they let them live, even if it was five years down the road, Dean had to bite it. They could have developed their lives at that point. Yeah. Sam could have reinstated the hunter hub and had that thrumming around him. And Dean could have been either living in the bunker or out of it doing his own thing. And then the loss of one brother doesn't knock down the other one's life like a house of cards. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What? But what we get is this season 15 where... And, and 14, frankly, where... Within, you know, a year's time, Sam loses his mom, he loses Jack, he loses Cass, he loses Rowena, he loses Dean. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 doesn't have he doesn't have anything. And that is not the message that that's not that's not the ending that we want for Sam. No. It's not how we wanted to see him. And what I would what I would argue is the last image of our Sam is is him alone in the bunker grieving his brother and yeah and, and then having to continue on with his life alone that is the last we see of well, our it's Sam. like it's like the last that he gets to speak essentially in yeah. his life i'm on my way and then from there leaves the bunker and he's going to live a life that is so reminiscent of like Dean in season six or Sam himself in season eight. Mm -hmm. And we were told how it didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. 
And before we see, I guess, how it all turns out, we see how Dean's road diverges here. Um, yeah. Sam so closes go back the door. To the pyre. Yeah, Sam closes the door on the bunker, and then we go back to the pyre. Yeah. And so we find Dean in heaven. It's this huge woodsy area. And there is the Harvell's Roadhouse. No Ash or Joe or Pamela or Ellen herself, but Bobby is sitting out front. Mm-hmm. And he confirms that this isn't a memory. This is the new heaven. Jack has made some changes and set some things right. Tore down all the walls. Everybody is happy and together now. Yeah. But we don't hear about everybody. Yeah, we have the roadhouse that says Harvell's. But I can't believe that we didn't mention Pam, Ellen, Joe. Yeah. Just have the roadhouse sound like there are people inside partying. Yeah. No. Because even if there was that, there was the hint that Dean could have gone in and seen those people that he loves. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even if he did go out on that drive, then we know that they're always going to be there for him. You know, he, he, he now has forever. Right. But, but all that we get from Bobby and, and the roadhouse is Bobby saying, yeah, everyone's together. Um, your 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 mom and dad are over yonder. Mm-hmm. Rufus lives down the road. And that's it. It's the heaven you deserve, and we've been waiting for you. Yeah. Oh, and in this conversation, we find out Cass's fate in a single line that Cass helped set up this big new world. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dean cracks open an El Sol, and uh, he's like, well, so Jack did all that, huh? But, yeah, Cass helped. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it's the, it's the heaven you deserve, Dean. And I, and I do, I think it's a nice idea that, that Cass was the one with enough humanity, you know, had had experienced of all of heaven. Cass was the one who had experienced enough uh, enough of the human condition to be able to fix these things that we always knew were broken about heaven. Yeah. Give me and freaking 3 episodes of that. <laughs> I went I went 10,000 words. I I wrote you 9300. <laughs> Is that okay? <laughs> no. More. <laughs> but, but I mean, yeah, it's, a, it's a nice idea. I'm so, yeah, it's a great idea, but it needs more detail. We need more information. And I get that we're the fandom who goes and wheedles through. You give us one line and we spin 100,000 words. But this is the finale. We also want you to do some lifting. Yeah. Yeah, we want to hear more about the 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 fate of our third lead than, yeah, Cass helped. I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess Jack lifted him from the empty, and then he, um, Cass uh, uh, helped to create the the heaven that Dean, you know, knew would be a, a satisfying eternity, 
not just yeah. living reliving memories but um but you know better than that and and cast knew how to make it better than that i'm like it had to be cast because jack mm-hmm. a maybe three years old <laughs> b in last season's finale he got rid of lying just on a whim uh-huh. and like didn't understand the greater consequences of it and i'm like now he's god <laughs> we trust him with this power right. like oh right you can't i really wanted jack to just disperse the god power into everything because it would have mirrored what adam said and what his whole yeah. little test was in episode 17 God is in everything. And is that what we were supposed to, you know, honestly, the more no. I think about it, you know, you don't think that that was the, supposed to be the intent of, of what Jack was saying, you know, I'm in the rain, I'm in, I'm in your hearts, whatever. I mean, we're supposed to take that, but at the same time, he is a fucking person with all of the power. You're right. You're right. Yeah. He's still, you know? he still has all the power. Yeah. I just, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like uh, throwaway. Cass helped and like no commentary about that. Oh, exactly. No to, questions. to your point. Yeah. Yeah. To your point, we didn't get, uh, if, if we were going to, uh, again, just like when we were at the pie festival and Sam brought up Cass and Jack, we didn't get we didn't get any weight or or emotion from you know, we didn't feel the emotion from Sam or Dean and here again um, we don't get anything from Dean other than a smile and a chuckle and like, considering this is the resurrection of one of the main leads and like one that confessed love to him You'd expect there to be a a reaction to the resurrection. And I mean, it would be nice if B, there was just some commentary acknowledging that that happened because it was right at the end of 18, 19 didn't comment on it and we're running out of time in 20. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if we weren't going to have cast back, um, COVID restrictions or otherwise, then they needed to tell us why or they needed to at least have dean um you know ask after Cass say something they, yeah they, where we is he more explanation exactly like oh he'll be he'll be along or he's shy <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think he scared him off i mean i would love to have seen bobby um poking a bit of fun you know yeah yeah, more than just his eyebrows. Yeah, making some insinuations so that we know what he's talking about and we know kind of like we get some insight on where Cass is at emotionally and yeah. physically. Yeah. Yeah, so it just, there was no weight behind it. There should have been so much more to make mm-hmm. it more significant, but we're in the brothers only ending, so who fucking cares? Oh, yeah. I mean, Dean even says. It's, hey, you know, I've got a beer. I've got an eternity in front of me. Um, this is almost perfect. And, yeah, again, just like 
nothing nothing but but sam on 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 the yeah. mind bobby saying he'll be along mm-hmm. time up here is different okay different how no we're <laughs> not going to get those details that's the sandbox we get to play in fans have to do the lifting and the question is raised what are you going to do now dean and he looks over, he sees the Impala, he revs her up, and he goes for a drive. With the old KAZ license plate. Yeah, just in case we didn't have enough nostalgia so far. <laughs> yeah, he's going to go on a drive. Um, yep. Carry on my wayward son, plays. Yep. Dean drives. And Dean drives. Mm-hmm. And we get a montage Sam with a kid named Dean, and then that kid growing up playing ball, blurry wife in the background. (laughs) The Party City wig. Oh my god, yeah. Sad in the Impala. And like, I guess he is just trying to feel connected to those memories, but it's a fucking crime that baby is just sitting in a garage underneath a tarp. Oh yeah. And, and you know what really and... hurt me about that scene is like we it, it it just reinforced to me that Sam did just abandon the life. He yeah. You know, we're seeing these domestic scenes from him, but to see baby gathering dust um and and to have uh, Sam years and years later still climbing into the driver's seat and remembering the life that he had and the brother that he still mourns um it i think i think that's not as sandboxy as maybe the writers wanted for him because no i mean he just gave it up that's my read into it yeah i mean we see in the next little bit of the montage as he's dying in this kind of ICU caught but at home his mm-hmm. son has uh, anti-possession tattoos so there's a knowledge of the life but he's kept the kid out of it and uh, now it's time for the grown son to be like it's okay you can go now you know using yeah. Dean's lines back at or sorry Sam's lines back at him mm-hmm and yeah, he starts flatlining and we have just like the pictures don't even include the wife. The wife had no choice. Like, hey, I'm going to name our kid after my dead brother. And that's not weird. Or like, don't worry. Don't make a complex out of that. Ugh. Yeah. Oof, those photos. Nothing but the family's photos of um, on the mantle you have a couple of baby Dean and then and then nothing but Mary, John, Dean, and Sam. No, none of our found yeah. family. None of yeah. who this wife is supposed to be. You know, it, 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 if it may have supposed to have been Eileen or not, we don't, we're not allowed yeah. to see that. And like, if it was her, just have Sam and the kid at one point doing mm-hmm. sign language during the montage. Like, that would have been enough. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah. So, yeah. Sam's super old and he dies. And then the Evanescence cover of Carry <laughs> On My Wayward Son begins. 
<laughs> this is how it ends. This is how it ends. Not with a bang, but with two versions of Carry On My Wayward Song played back and to like, back. If they were if they were going to not use the Kansas version, then they should have taken from the musical. They should have had those kids had that version play rather than the Evanescence version. That's my two cents. Oh, it was very strange. It was very strange because it, when, it, when it first started playing, I thought it was the musical version. Um, mm-hmm. But then it wasn't. And again, again, just thinking of Atomic Monsters with Becky no mention of Cass no no classic rock this is hopeless yeah yeah I'm not comforted Uh uh-huh it it didn't fit it 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 was just kind of it, it really made me roll my eyes which is unfortunate because like this is the anthem of the show and yeah they cheapened it like they cheapened a lot of stuff by just making these useless callbacks for the sake of nostalgia yeah. and like they i feel like they hurt sam's character with this part because it makes him seem very egotistical like everything in his life is centered around his family mm-hmm. i know that we're not supposed to take that we're supposed to take that loving blank slate they gave us so we can do all the work but the kid is named after his brother all of the family pictures are just his family he kept the impala in the garage he's not involved with any of their found family as far as we can tell he's out of the life you know so it's like oh so dean really was holding you back from this like it just it makes a sour portrait for Sam, and that sucks because Dean's ending sucks, and then Sam's ending sucks. Okay, cool. Thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. I agree completely. Um, it it we didn't do anybody any favors here. Um, no. And and just going back to how regressive the whole thing is it's like i i i cannot stress enough how much i hate that for both sam and dean we're calling to this you know it was always going to end this way it was always supposed to be this way yeah that that is not storytelling that's laziness yeah especially you guys just beat god and now, three weeks later, one of you is done in, and the other mm-hmm. one quits. Mm-hmm. I, I can't believe Boo. I can't believe they didn't give him years. There, I can't believe no, a lot of things about this episode. I'm like, the years thing would have been make it slightly more palatable, but it's so, so short that it's tragic. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's a it it's a tragedy. And, and, and even the writers themselves are confused on that message. Like, you wrote a tragedy and you're trying to sell it as something that is not. Hopeful. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Party wig, Sam's dead. It's time to go to heaven. Dean drives up to this bridge and he gets out and he's looking at the beautiful scenery and then... 
he can feel something has changed. And when he looks Mm -hmm. around, there's Sam. He's young again. Okay, I don't know how age works in heaven. And he's wearing his pilot clothes. They're both smiling. They have a big hug. And they look out at this river, smiling and alone. Sam in that goddamn t-shirt and hoodie. It looked so bad. It was so bad. I'm like... I didn't need that callback. You know what? That I would have th- rather have ended this episode on. Like we could have panned out on the scene and then done the montage that we did in episode nineteen. Why? Yes. Why did we have that in episode nineteen? If we were just going to do the exact same thing with episode twenty. Oh, I know. I know. Like it was dead ass. Like nineteen was like okay, and yeah, all of these people are here, but you won't see them again. Bye. And while we were sitting there thinking, no, the 20 is going to be Sam and Dean with their family celebrating Mm -hmm. their victory. Nope. Guess again. That, that, yeah, yeah. It's just like, I don't know. I guess Buck Lemming called dibs on the, the montage. Um, but. Or they were like, we had to cut a whole bunch of stuff. And we didn't know what else to do. But I'm like, Buck Lemming, they always write two hours into a 43-minute <laughs> slot. So what could you have cut? Oh, you know you know that there was shit cut, too. I mean, and even this episode, this episode ran short. Yeah. It, yeah. And they didn't do the carry-on montage at the beginning. So they broke form to do that, which sucks. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's not great. It's regressive. It's an ending for casual fans. Well, they immediately cut to Jensen and Jared out of character, thanking the fans for 15 years of devotion, blood, sweat, and tears. And this zoom out of the cast and crew on the bridge in this drone shot. So, like, you're thanking the fans... And then you're pandering to the lowest common denominator with the ending. Exactly. Exactly. It was a bland, tasteless ending that was just pandering. And there was nothing... I would say not tasteless. I would say sour. Bitter. Salty. (laughs) Sour. It wasn't a sweet ending. (laughs) You're right. You're right. You're very right. Uh, and, and, and again, I'll say again, I don't know why we did that with this episode 20 when we, we also did that with episode 19. If they wanted to have done something different than they could have with the same results. Like episode 19 was that common denominator ending. It was the, the casual fan, any man's ending. And, and then 20 took it and made it worse. Yeah. Like, I would have given Buck Lemming two episodes back to back if I had known this is what Dad wanted to do. I would have asked for another helping of Buck Lemming. I would have said, let them stretch out their shenanigans for two fucking hours like they seem to be devoted to doing. I want to see what chaos they would write thinking that they could do a four-hour 
bullshit bonanza. Exactly. I would have taken it. Yeah, whatever they would have done, it would have had essentially the same message, um, but it would have been probably a bit more exciting than whatever this was. Yeah. Yeah. They could fit in more insane cameos. You could have had a blackout bingo. (laughs) Yeah. Ooh, I mean, with Ginny in this episode, I probably would have hit a couple more of the squares that I missed last time when they just didn't have any female characters at all, so. Yeah. Yeah. Betty! So yeah, there there's a lot to critique on this one. Yeah, yeah, and I think, and honestly, I think that we've hit most of it. We've 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 yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, the one thing that we could just mention is, I mean, we got, we were right about Castiel and his canonical love. And I've seen fans come out and say that, like, Dean's ending is kind of representative of the fact that they couldn't think of a happy ending for him without it being kind of a queer ending. They knew that without Cass, he would be miserable. We saw it in season 13. They didn't have their adopted son, like, and I say that as, like, their collective kid, Mm -hmm. Sam included, they didn't have their found family. Like, all of these kind of queer narrative things have just been completely wiped from the 20th episode. And in doing so, it's, like, the only ending that they could think of for Dean was a silenced one, where he's not responding to the realization that Cass is alive. He is taking death as it comes to him on this mundane case three weeks after surviving a fight with God. Like, getting punched in the face by God. (laughs) And then a chunk of pokey metal does him in. Cordelia Chase lives through it in Buffy season three. But Dean Winchester, Hunter Extraordinaire, he... Just waves the white flag. He's done, and it sucks. It 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 does. And um, you know, I I tend to agree with you. They it call it censorship if you want, but if they couldn't bring Cass back, then there wasn't going to be. A happy ending for Dean. He told us. He told us his line in the Sam. Mm-hmm. You, Sam, and Cass. Uh, well, I say you, Sam, as in he was talking to Sam. So you and yeah. Cass. That th- those are the people that I can't. Yeah, those are the people that I cannot lose. That is family. That's the family that I have left, and that is the family that I am going to hold on to. And when, um, and we just completely cut Cass out of it. Completely. Uh, yeah. Because to include him is to invite a response to his confession mm-hmm. in 18. And mm-hmm. it's like they didn't want to respond to it. So Cass can't be included, ergo... Like, this is the way the rest of the chips fall. Like, they bought, them, 
they boxed themselves into a corner by not having Dean have to confront Cass's confession. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and, shitty. And it's also just because they wanted to put a button on things. Like, like as much as yeah. this, you know, blurry wife future for Sam didn't fit for Sam, it would have ten times over not fit for Dean. So if they wanted no. to have this Harry Potter epilogue where where we have to Here's know. my kid. Yeah. Yeah. Then um then I they they couldn't they couldn't give Dean a wife and a kid, but for some reason they were also reluctant to give him a roadhouse and a dog. Yeah. Even though we were told in Nihilism season 14 episode mm-hmm. that that is a comforting place for him. That is a dream. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was the one yeah. When Michael trapped him in that dream, it was because Michael was giving him the one thing that he had never had before and a dream, which was contentment. Yeah. He could be a lodestone for the hunters in his life. Still in the life, but more in a supporting role. Still, yeah. you know, knowing where his family, knowing that his family is alive and and they're on their way home. Having yeah. someone like Pam as a friend and, and still dipping his like, toes into the, to the vampire slaying business every once in a while. Yeah. But only when trouble yeah, exactly. comes looking for him. Exactly. How was this forgotten in time for season 15? We just don't know, B. We just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were ways that they could have done a heaven ending. But to choose Dean dying young and so closely after defeating Chuck was a tragedy. And you can't in 30 minutes turn a tragedy into a triumph. Mm -hmm. It feels shitty and it sucks. I mean, that's it. That's and that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the end of the the end of the series. That is the end that we were given. Um, I I think it's it's also a lot. A lot has come post finale. There's been a lot of blowback. There has been just just mountains of um of conspiracy chaos. theories and yeah, chaos. <laughs> just call it what it is. Um. And, and this has, you know, this has brought a rage, uh, down on the CW, uh, for a lot of reasons, a lot of them more weighty even than we didn't like it. It's not, we didn't like it, so fuck you. It's, yeah, it's a lot more than that. And maybe one day we'll talk about it. I think maybe we could, but (sighs) yeah. I mean, the short of that is it. this 20 just doesn't seem to fit with the rest of the season and with the messaging of recent seasons mm-hmm. of the series as a whole. It doesn't seem to fit. And because of that, it lends itself to conspiracy theories really, really well. And yes. then throw in the fact that COVID 
took place and likely caused rewrites, then we have all the fodder in the world to speculate. And I mean, we're not doing that today. Yeah. But it's understandable why people took their outrage and their hurt and their grief about this ending and started looking for answers why. Yeah. Why did this be the ending that we got? And and with this episode, it took away a lot from the the whole final arc, 18, 19, and 20. So there was a there was a lot of fallout from that too, because Cass's ending you know when when it happened when Cass's ending happened in 18 there was still plenty of room for hope this now yeah. now now we know how it actually ends and there's a lot of unfortunate implications in that yeah and uh and it doesn't help that uh that the the cast uh still seem to have a gag order on them like, they have not been able to talk about it, or they've been unwilling to talk about it. Yeah. And, I mean, maybe that's for the best right now. Like, mm-hmm. what what could they say that would make things better? I think we that saw they could Misha I try. Think that they a lot. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, we saw Misha, Misha try, and it it's a different perspective than where the fans are. Yeah. And I don't know if necessarily the cast is able to see it from our perspective and would it be anything besides just hurting more. seeing the fans hurt mm-hmm. that's a good point that's a good point i mean i think i think a lot uh, i mean i would love to see you know when given permission to speak freely i would love to see what jensen and jared and misha have to say like you said misha more than anybody we've seen his um he has had some commentary on it. Uh, mm-hmm. And and then he got bit for it. So maybe it, it yeah. would just hurt more than it would help. But... Um, yeah. But, I you just know, I, like... I think that coming out of this, the, the big question is why. Why did a lot of this happen? How did a lot of this happen? And... Yeah. Um, and I feel like those questions should be more to dab. Yeah than the actors because the actors are going to give us their interpretations of things and unless it is precisely what the fans want to hear it's going to just be hurtful at yeah. the moment and more and fodder. so that's why i'm like i don't mind the actors keeping their silence mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because what could they say that would help but i do feel like all of these why why questions are more directed at the showrunners and will we ever see comments on that i don't know I don't know, but I, 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 you know, I, not as concrete answers, but you know, just as a fan, I would be interested in the actors' perspectives, uh, Jared and Jensen, and and I think that if it was, you know, if it wasn't COVID times and if if we were having regular cons, just think about how much more information we would have now than we did, yeah, than we do. Um. Yeah. When when we're not having these regular conventions, and it's uh, you know, I was a, I guess I was a little spoiled for it, and now I feel I feel that lack of um, perspective. Perspective. Yeah. Yeah. The full picture, kind of. Yeah. 
And who knows, maybe we'll see something come out eventually. But I think Mm -hmm. while the tempers are so high right now, I can totally understand if Jensen's like, nah, I'm not wading into that. Mm -hmm. That's bait. And leaves it be. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And tempers are high. I, I, again, I do think justifiably. And it's, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy, but, um, but it wouldn't be supernatural if it wasn't with some controversy (laughs) this goes above and beyond some controversy oh man all right now i'm getting depressed okay yeah okay (laughs) yeah so remy what's your final takeaway oh we're doing takeaways (laughs) i mean Uh, you can you're right. You're right. This is 40 episodes of No Chuck Flick Moments. I can't stop now. Um, mm-hmm. My my final takeaway beyond this finale could have been an email. Thank you, Tumblr. <laughs> Was that um, it is a it's it's always i'm going to walk away from from this finale and i'm going to walk away knowing you know on every re- rewatch knowing that this series ends in the tragedy um yeah and and i'm not but what i'm not going to let that do is um what i'm not going to let that do is uh let it spoil my uh perception of the characters because the one thing that um that's interesting about this finale is that unlike let's say the game of thrones finale where spoilers not spoilers um it sucked because so many of the characters (laughs) so many of the characters made their own choices that went against everything that they had all of their development so so they dug their own graves and and the the characters did and then it's like yeah if jamie chooses to go back to cersei then why would he have done that but what we did here with dean he didn't make that choice it was an unfair ending that wasn't the right ending for him but it wasn't his fault so it's not that all of his growth was invalidated it's just disappointing to see that that happened to him because it wasn't right for him yeah now sam i could argue a little bit more towards you know the choices that he made didn't fit and that was yeah um but sucky and that's sucky but still i mean at the end of the day um um it's we have 326 other episodes (laughs) Right. To pay attention to. Right, right. And and I still feel good about the series. I still I still feel good about the series. Uh I'm just I'm just still in a bit of a mourning period right now that the the writers and the showrunners chose to do this to the series. I don't feel yeah. resentful towards the actors or or, you know, all yeah all of the 326 episodes that came before so yeah i'm yeah, I'm, I'm totally. gonna i'm gonna choose to be grateful for that yeah 
I mean, longest running genre show in <laughs> the America. We have to be grateful for that. Mm-hmm. How about you, B? What's your final takeaway? My final takeaway is that Dean wanted to live. He wanted to live. Gosh. He was looking to the future. He had things that he wanted to do. Even if it wasn't with all of the people that he wanted around, he was still trying. Mm-hmm. And he's my good boy. <laughs> he is a good boy. Miracle was a good boy. Dean's a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, can't believe they gave it. Dean a dog and then they killed him. I can't believe it. I know. Ugh. Depressing. No, but I, I agree with you completely. It, it, uh, that's what makes it a tragedy. We've talked about it. it it's yeah. that Dean wanted to live. Yeah. Yeah. So that was season 15, episode 20. Carry on. Carry on. Yeah. So and uh, we're going <laughs> and to be no me- no taking next a little week. hiatus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, and no, no next week. But uh, like I said at the top of the episode, this is not the end of uh, NCFM. We are fully uh, uh, intending to uh, pick up with episode one. We are going to take a bit of a hiatus. Uh, We'll be posting to social when uh, we expect to start back up with our episodes, but uh, we're we're going to take a break for at least until the new year, uh, get to enjoy the holidays, and uh, continue to process. Yeah. Take a little break to rest and recover and Mm -hmm. (laughs) recompartmentalize. Yeah. yeah, thank you guys for joining us here. And like we said, like we're fans that are hurting. We're not fans that are hating. Yeah. We just, there was so much potential with this finale, and it's just unfortunate that we didn't get to see it fulfilled. Yeah, yeah. I I, I agree entirely. Uh, and I will also say that it has been a blast going through this season 15 with you B and with everyone in the NCFM audience uh it was definitely an experience to have these new episodes on the week to week and and just like spiral in (laughs) speculation I know I know (laughs) it was a lot of fun yeah yeah and we are gonna have a lot more discussions to come uh but it it so it stay was tuned unique. for that <laughs> um yeah yeah so stay tuned guys we will yeah. see you next time see you guys bye bye bye